0: We're coming back to back.
1: Back to back. We back. We back.
0: We back. We back. We coming back to back. Back to back. When I wish upon a star for that one special girl to take me on the ride to a whole new world under the sea of bare necessities you've got a friend to me because i'm fun and fancy free with you on my arm people won't know what to do say i want to be like you bibbidi Bobbity boo like woody and jesse and toy story 2 girl i have your name written on the bottom of my shoe hello and welcome to episode 64 of mirror with mouse ears i am one of your hosts michael agnew
1: i'm your other host zara agnew
0: and today it was weird. You said agnew at like the same tone that I normally do and it was different than you normally do. Okay. Threw me off a little bit.
1: Well, if you're a new listener, welcome. We are a couple from Dallas, Texas that loves all things pop culture, Disney, and what else do we like? Going to the zoo.
0: We are going to the zoo later today. It's I think going so. to be magical, we hopefully. We like
1: animals because we now have a uh, 14 month old baby who likes to look at animals. We actually
0: have a Disney baby animals book. Oh, yeah, we do. And it's really cute. And uh, we are trying to brainwash Theo so he knows all of his animals he, along with Disney characters. He's pretty brainwashed so far. He's a baby genius. But before we get into the Oscars talk, it's time for a fan shout out.
1: Fan shout out. So the
0: shout out from this morning actually comes from someone who emailed us directly whether they found this email on our website that's what i'm really hoping or on our instagram anyway uh jeremy levy reaches out and he says dear michael and zara i really enjoy listening to um different different podcasts about disney world i am a new fan of your podcast from colorado what up ceo what up? Uh, I found your podcast while doing a search for different Mickey Mouse podcasts. So I wonder if he just, like, Google searched is what it sounds like. Which, which is pretty awesome. I know. But, like, he found us. I know. It's awesome. Um. So what up, Jeremy? Welcome to the Mary with Mouse family. We need a, a nickname, though.
1: We do. For
0: our boy Jeremy. We do. Jeremy Levy. So you
1: were just in Colorado, like, earlier, uh, Last month. Correct. For your On ski, a ski trip. trip. Yes. So you go like every year. And
0: if if Jeremy lives in Crested Butte, Colorado, I'm no, going to freak out. Do people actually
1: live there? Or they just go see there. There are some
0: people. It is like a small place. Although Vale bought Crested Butte. So, so now it's like becoming like a bigger resort. It, it's pretty sad. We honestly might not go there next year now.
1: Oh my goodness gracious. I uh, know.
0: It's like too big.
1: Okay. Well, enough about that. Um, relating it back to Disney, you brought this new uh, flannel cap.
0: Dude, you're totally that right. That has Mickey on the front. Okay. This was like my favorite eBay find ever. I I found this snow cap on eBay, uh, and it said Powder Mouse on it, and it's of Mickey skiing on the snow cap. Oh, my gosh. It's so cute. So, are you saying Jeremy Levy's nickname should be powder mouse
1: yeah i don't know if he's ever because he enjoys mickey mouse he likes mickey and
0: and fresh pow
1: he's probably in
0: colorado i think that's it that's the one what up jeremy aka powder mouse welcome to the fam welcome to the family man thank you so much for for listening and reaching out and for reaching out um so yeah if you want to be cool like jeremy hit us up on our uh website or instagram or facebook Wherever. Or wherever you can find. Or leave a podcast review. Ooh, that too. All Uh, of the above. So now it's time to get into our Disney trip planning, just general things for our upcoming vacation.
1: T-minus like one month and five days.
0: That's insane. What in the world? Like maybe five weeks. so soon. It's coming up. Well, yes. So last podcast episode, we just dropped this bomb on everybody that we were going on this vacation. Well,
1: if you're like a longtime listener, Mm -hmm. this is our like annual spring break trip we normally go during march which sure it's busy it's crowded um the weather is usually pretty nice uh but it's just that time of year when my family chooses to go because you know school schedules all that good stuff my cousin is this is actually his last semester of high school um but we go all together as a family and it is awesome
0: so basically before theo turns 18 months old he will have gone to disney world three times Three times. Which is nuts.
1: He's a Disney baby. He,
0: he is. So I just wanted us to talk a little bit about our upcoming trip. Some of the small things that we are thinking about. We will dedicate an episode more fully to this probably later. We might have Hunter, your cousin, come on since he is coming on this trip with us. But for me personally, right now, you yesterday asked me a question that I was just not prepared for. And that was... What specialty magic band oh, I wanted to purchase? Can you talk to me more about this? Cause for some reason I think you thought we had a conversation like a month ago mm-hmm. about this. I was just expecting the basic magic bands. Right. But there's new ones.
1: Well, yes. So there since magic bands have been released, there's always been these like special ones you can purchase at that- Pretty much any store in the parks—they have little cute designs on them, characters. Like I have been thinking about getting like one with like snack items on it. It's pretty cute. They have them with snack items. I know, but it just seems like a lot of money. Like I don't know, they're fifteen or twenty dollars or something like that. Yeah, um, to spend on something we only really use like once a
0: year, whereas like a shirt. Um, well, I, considering we have a bathtub, a baby bathtub full of Tsum Tsums. Tsum Tsums we use every day. I don't think we have a problem spending money on we random Disney We use every
1: things. day Tsum yeah. Tsums. But my aunt usually it makes all of our plans for us. Uh, more about that in a minute. But she texted me that there, she was like, hey, there's these new magic bands being released. On the app, and she was confused as to if you reserved them, then you like automatically got them, but apparently, you have to purchase them like right then and there to get these Magic Bands because uh. like a month ago we had these options and then I was like, oh, I want this white one with a Cinderella Castle on it. And there was like this really cute Goofy Movie one that I was like, Hunter and Michael both wanted that one. But she like clicked on them and then she was like, whoa, they're all sold out. What the heck happened? And so then just this week she was like, hey, there's some more Magic Band options. So not as many like the Goofy Movie one wasn't there now. But there is like a Star Wars one and different ones, and um, so they're still like twenty something dollars. So Michael almost picked a Star Wars Galaxy's Edge one, but Thought about it, I suggested he wait till we get to the parks to see if he could actually find the Goofy movie one because that would be well, yeah. His you real. told me that
0: that there was a Goofy movie one, yeah, and I freaked out. Yeah.
1: So anyway, you can reserve these Magic Bands before your trip, like purchase them, I guess. Um, on, like, the My Disney Experience app. Or you can just get a normal colored one for free, which Theo will get that.
0: Yeah, I still haven't gotten every single color yet, so I think I might you're just getting, do that You're getting purple now. this time. Yes, purple. Your favorite color.
1: It is my favorite color. I definitely already have a purple one. So
0: other than the Magic Bands, what are, like, the big things going into this trip?
1: Well, I'll just give, yeah, like, a top-tier highlights. So we're staying at... Animal Kingdom Kidani Village. It's gonna be dope. We have stayed at Animal Kingdom Lodge before, but me and Michael have not ever stayed at Kidani Village, which is like this little smaller area. So you're not like connected to the big Jumbo house like pl- lobby where all are the animals are. Are there animals out, outside there of our
0: of our balcony? Yes. All right, good.
1: Yes. Good. Yeah. So we stay in like a big um villa suite uh because like my whole family, mom on my mom's side goes i um, super excited to show Theo all the animals and things because he, I don't think we stayed last March.
0: No, we went to, uh, not not the board. Saratoga block. Springs. Yeah, Saratoga we Springs. We were at
1: Saratoga Springs last March. So he has not stayed where all the animals are literally just right outside your balcony. I'm sure he's going to love it. So that is something kind of like new for us. Um, I don't know if there's anything else. Well... It's, it's, most of my family, besides us, has not ridden the Skyliner yet. So that is like a big draw that we're excited about. Uh, Mickey Mini Railway. Um, not sure if we'll be able to get on that, how that is all going to work. Like early morning.
0: It's going to be hard because uh, we have a wake up early for Rise of, of the Resistance. I'm like, and if Mickey I even want to do that. And Minnie's rail, Railway. What do you mean, if you want to do that?
1: I mean, what I. What in guess- the
0: world? Oh. this should have started off the podcast we we could debate for an hour about it's your so awful
1: stressful with a baby and sleeping and we'll
0: figure it out okay we'll figure it, i guess it's worth it, it. i don't disney know disney is not a place for stress there <sighs> yes it is no no it's not okay fine not for
1: us we are pros now okay. maybe newbies Rise of the Resistance, we are not pros because from what we have listened on other podcasts, yeah, it is, like, super difficult to get on these, like, boarding groups, but...
0: Well, yeah, basically, yeah. My plan is get to the park an hour before it opens. So, like, 6 a.m. or whatever. Stand in line. I listen to a podcast. This is what a major tip is. What a lot of people do as soon as they enter the park is they just all huddle right at the entrance with, with their phones out trying to... Um, get into this certain boarding group. But because all of these phones are all huddled together, the signal, like the network towers, are really, really slow. So the tip is to actually go further into the park. As far as you can go while it's, like, not open. And then hit... like join a boarding group and if there are less people around you it's actually the faster you can get to that section that there are people who are like you testing get an this earlier out. boarding group time and basically they will stand um at different areas in the park hit the button at the same time and people that are further into the park act, 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 actually um get into a boarding group sooner which is very interesting
1: Very interesting. Some restaurants we haven't done in a while. Tusker House. uh, So we get to do the characters for that. That'll be really fun. Theo, I know, will like that. Um, We're also doing Tepon Edo in Japan, which is like the hibachi. I've never done that one. Chopping one. Man. Which should be fun. Theo's going to freak out. I don't know what he's gonna do. will freak think. out
0: in like a good way. I hope he likes it. I of, mean he, he of likes chicken. He will. He'll eat a lot of chicken. There's a dude throwing food. That's that that's Theo's favorite activity. And there will be like
1: fire. Yeah, it'll yeah, be interesting. It will be. Anyway, it was it, our trip was really fun in November. He Theo really enjoyed it. And so now a couple months older, I think he'll just like it even more. He'll be more like connected with the characters
0: and everything. All right. Well, let's just get into st- to some movies, Zara. What has become an annual tradition on the Mirror with Mouse Here's podcast is we talk about our favorite movies of this year before the Oscars. We give some of our Oscars ideas, secrets, or our theories for what might happen. Um, that's typically what happens this year. We now are parents, and last year, I saw 67 movies in theaters. This year, I saw 33, so still better than the average person. But not nearly as much as we used to.
1: True statement.
0: So the Oscars are coming up this weekend. But first, let's just give our general top favorite movies of of the year. I made a top 10 list. Zara made a top 5 list because she hadn't... I saw less than Michael. Because she didn't even think that there were 10 movies that she really enjoyed, I True guess. True
1: statement. Uh, you So you still have the AMC stubs. Yes. Do you think it's still worth oh it? Oh my God,
0: yes. So, well, so even... It's not like you're
1: seeing three movies a
0: week. Well, no, but but I'm seeing three movies a month, though, Mm -hmm. or close to. Yeah, so it's basically 20 bucks a month, and I can see three movies a week, which recently there have been times where, like, I saw three movies a week, like, three weeks ago, Mm -hmm. um, like, just in that one week. Um, So in those times, whenever I have lots of free time, it's definitely worth it. It's also worth it because I, I get uh, to jump in this VIP line. So all of the we do other like that. jokesters have to like wait for 10 minutes to get their popcorn. I just roll up like I'm a VIP, like I'm Richard Nixon. And, <laughs> and I'm just like, let me in. Oh, my gosh. I'm famous.
1: We did recently have a slight popcorn snafu because oh God. it is that now is 2020. And every year they release these giant like plastic pop reusable popcorn buckets and so we always take ours and so we always remember for like 25 it.
0: bucks but yes. then it's like half off what a normal large popcorn With like would, all the re- like would be. refills
1: and everything yeah. you
0: just wash it you bring
1: it back and we're pretty good about bringing oh, it oh
0: yes all of my friends make fun of me because i bring it every time
1: no it's great and so it's clean every time it is i wash it and so we have been waiting to buy a new one for this year but all the movie theaters we have gone to have not been selling them. So they have still been, like, honoring it because yeah. it was, like, January. Yeah. Like, they were just being nice. So we come to see a movie this weekend, Jojo Rabbit, more to talk about that. And we bring our popcorn bucket, and the guy's like, I'm sorry, I can't refill that one. That one's the old one. Uh, you'll just have to get a normal popcorn. And we're like – Well, are you guys selling the new buckets? And he's like, No, our theater's not going to get those. We're like, What? Well, then how am I supposed to get a bucket? He's like, You can go to this faraway theater or this faraway theater, and that's where you can get the popcorn buckets. We're like, This is so frustrating. Wretched. Wretched. Broke our hearts. So we had to buy practically full price popcorn. (laughs) Haven't done that in years. I,
0: I know. He's like, That'll be 20 bucks. And I'm like, 20 bucks? Well, for that and a drink and some, like, mozzarella sticks. But Which,
1: don't get those oh mozzarella sticks God. at AMC. They're horrible.
0: I, I think it was just our AMC. I don't know. So- I Sonic mozzarella sticks are much better. I wonder if people in, like, Colorado, like, Jeremy, aka Powder Mouse, is, like, what's an AMC? Like, is, like, AMC, like, a, a national chain? It's a national chain. chain.
1: Yes. It, is it? It is. All right, cool. It is. Well,
0: we have, like, four within driving distance, so. Uh, That's pretty good. We go there a lot.
1: Okay. So, do n- you just want to go back and forth?
0: Well, yeah, here, let me, so I have, like, a top ten list. Um, You have a top five. Mm -hmm. So I'll just kind of, so maybe I'll say two, and then you do one. Okay, sounds good. Or we'll figure this out. Well, my number nine and number ten movie, or I'll just do some ones, like, really quick that, like, you haven't seen yet. Okay. All right? Number ten is a movie called Honey Boy, which is... A movie that I think a lot of people have not seen. It is part of the new Shia LaBeouf renaissance. shia as
1: Shia-sance Knox and Jamie call that it. That is
0: truly happening in this country. Shia LaBeouf, who went from child star to Transformers star. It's so random. To being in a movie with, with Megan Fox, your is least he, favorite human being. Is
1: he the next Matthew McConaughey?
0: Um he's is that having, too much? He's having like... Um, a moment. Can yeah. he
1: play like a romantic lead role? I don't think that he is can there, That is, he is a, too a great
0: question. Out of the box for well, that? Um I think he could. Can
1: he make the turn to mainstream?
0: I wouldn't say he's Matthew McConaughey. He's kinda like James Franco. Well he, Him and well, James Franco are like mm, these like okay. young dudes yes. that do weird stuff. Yes. And they're both can be controversial.
1: Transformers, I mean I guess. It wasn't, that was definitely more like action adventure than like romance, but he had like Yes, yes. Megan Mo- uh-huh Megan
0: Fox thing. Yeah. I don't know. Um, well, so then he basically got in, he basically, yeah, got, he had these like super extreme anger issues, got into drugs and alcohol, had to go to this anger rehab place for like a year, mm. got got into a car accident where mm. like part of his hand got, like a finger got chopped off or Woo! something. Um, this is so a story. He had this downward spiral, kind of similar to like Justin Bieber, where like Ooh. there was like a moment in like the culture whenever Are we
1: all going to turn our when, backs on him? Whenever yes. this
0: child star that everyone loved really did turn their backs because they were making bad decisions. Mm-hmm. And then they started coming back into our lives and we are like enjoying them. So tell
1: me about Honey Boy. Did it chronicle any of that more recent? stuff that he went through well, yeah, or was so it all basically, about
0: this is shia labeouf's autobiography of his life but really between the relationship between him and his dad uh, okay and so this sounds crazy but shia labeouf plays his dad in a movie about himself very interesting and so there is
1: and um so somebody has to play him as like a young boy
0: well yeah so yeah so basically lucas hedges who was in um manchester by the sea yes. and some really other like artsy movies and i've heard of him um, yeah he was in ladybird okay um and so he plays shia labeouf whenever he is like in like anger rehab as like a 20 year year old person do you think he did a good job yes well i honestly think like timothy chalamet is getting all of this like you know like way over hype for being like the newest upcoming star Lucas Hedges is the newest upcoming star. He's just not as good looking as Timothy Chalamet, which makes all of that a thing. Well,
1: Timothy Chalamet is not some like hunky looking guy. They're both like little skinny
0: boy actors. Yeah, that's true. So there is this kid. Um, And so then young Shia is played by a kid named Noah Casford, which is in the movie Wonder, which you love. I did like that. All right. He is also in my number nine movie, Ford versus Ferrari. um, So this kid was in two huge movies this year. He was also in my favorite movie of 2017, A Quiet Place. Hmm. Yeah. So anyway, so basically Shia makes this autobiography movie it's about this really awful relationship between him and his dad and his dad is just like not a nice dude and he like um is just very manipulative and very nar- narcissistic and all of this different stuff it's very 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 good like it's not like a weird artsy movie to that i think like the normal people couldn't enjoy i think i think if you're slightly slightly into artsy movies you would love this movie okay so then, a movie that was not an artsy movie, but was just like a general great movie, was Ford versus Ferrari.
1: Yeah, I also did not see this one, but
0: it looked interesting. I heard and, it was great. Well, yeah, so it starred Christian Bale, a.k.a. Batman. It starred Matt Damon, a.k.a. Everything. Everything, Jason Bourne. Um, and in this movie, um, Christian Bale plays this race car driver that really just loves race car driving and not really is not very PC. And um, Matt Damon is someone that kind of makes race cars. And so he works with uh, Ford, like Henry Ford's grandson, to make a race car that will beat a Ferrari in this race. Which, in, yeah, um, so it ended up being, which is, like, the Shelby Mustang.
1: Did it feel just like Americana spirit? Like, yes. did you get, like. You
0: would love this movie. Like, it was just, like, a general great movie. It is nominated for some, it's nominated for, like, Best Picture. I don't think it'll win because it's not, it's just, it's, it's kind of, like, not generic, but it's just telling, like, a, like, historical moment that happened not really like a creative original movie Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which i kind of cater more to it sounds good though yes Uh, we can red box it or something yes um another movie that you mm, it is a war movie so you might not but a movie that did get nominated was 1917 um this movie i actually saw it in 2020 but i'm still counting it because it came out in 2019 um and it's going to come out before the oscars this weekend uh, this movie is great and it's super interesting because I like
1: historical movies. I definitely like like period piece dramas, sometimes like wartime movies, but not ones that have a lot of like violence and like graphic stuff. So I probably wouldn't like this one.
0: It wasn't super graphic, really. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um. I mean, Why did you like it so much? I feel like you don't normally
0: love movies like that. Do well, you? the real reason. Okay, so this is like a next level. Thing is just the way it was filmed so it's basically these these two guys who have to go through enemy territory for like uh, like hundreds of miles ba- basically and maybe not that far but they have to it's them two going through enemy territory to go talk to or tell um a gr- battalion of like 1600 people to not fight that like to just like um, they are walking into a trap, and, and mm-hmm. if they don't reach them, then, then 1,600 die. people die. Yeah. A brother of one of the boys or, or one of these guys is in this 1,600-person battalion, and, but the way it is filmed, seriously, the first 20 minutes is one continuous shot. So in a movie... Really, like most movies, every thirty That's seconds crazy. at least is a different shot, and so so it's just like
1: a sweeping, and, like it follows yes. the characters. Yes.
0: and so just like the, the the perfection that was needed of like the everything had to go had right, to go in the yeah. exact perfect pathway, and the camera and the camera person had to like follow them. So it's like the two people are in the middle of are in the middle of, like, your screen the whole time. Just because it's, like... And so they'll be going through these really tight, like, like pathways, like, alleyways. And it just was a very cool way to tell that story. Very interesting. Um, yeah. Who
1: knows? Maybe I'll see this one, too. It sounds it sounds intriguing.
0: And so, really, during the whole movie, I didn't think it was, like, a real story. Like, I didn't know that. And then at the very end, um, the director of of the movie, his grandfather was told told him this story <gasps> of these people what? and so and honestly like i i like tears got in my eyes like it was like a weirdly like i went that whole movie like not really being emotional, and as soon as as I saw it was like a real story or it had this that this director like told the story like of his like grandfather um it got very very real and it was cool I like it, yeah, I like it all right, so those are my ten nine and eight movies. Zara, what is your number five movie?
1: Number five for me, I'm gonna go with the most recent one we just saw, which was Jojo Rabbit. Ooh, yes, yes. This it's, is also on, it's on your list. My, my I figured list it sure. was. So Jojo Rabbit, another like historical um, movie, but not World War One, World War Two. And so I definitely like well, movies it's not based
0: on like necessarily like a. a
1: It's like a fictional story. It's fictional. Yeah. Right. But in a historical setting. Yes. Uh, um, During that historical time period. So I definitely like movies about this time period. You know, like war just like fascinates people and like history, like during this time period with um, World War II and the Nazis in Germany. So it's set in Germany, and it's about a young boy named Jojo, and he, is, like, idolizes Hitler. He's, you know, he's just caught up in the, like, fantasy, in, like, like being a young boy. In, like, yeah, like,
0: Hitler youth.
1: Like, he's just following the crowd. He thinks it's, like, cool to wear a uniform and, like, be a part
0: of everything. So this movie had a ton of just great actors. What I did not realize was Taika Waititi... Who was the director of this film? Was actually Hitler.
1: He was, and he was. I think he was my favorite part because he was so funny. So so even though this was like a historical World War II film, it really was a comedy because like of the childlike aspect coming from like a ten-year-old's perspective, and so he has this imaginary friend Hitler who is like not serious. He's very funny. Um, And then it just tells his story of um, becoming more passionate and like learning like what um, the war is really about. Like a change of heart. it's
0: set kind of like a Wes Anderson like like Moonrise Kingdom Mm -hmm. where it's like very funny. So a lady that I work with named Holly and Holly is uh, like in like her 50s. And so for her, she, like, she enjoyed it, but she said it was so jarring for her to just be laughing at, like, Nazi jokes. And mm-hmm. because obviously for, like, for us, like, World War II is, like, something that was, like, so Pretty long far removed, ago, yeah. Whereas, like, Holly's parents or whatever, like, at least there was this aspect of she was alive closer to whenever World War II happened. Um, and so for her, she it took her a long time to feel comfortable laughing at Nazi jokes because it, it's it starts off and there's JoJo and imaginary friend Hitler and it's just like straight up jokes. Then Rebel Wilson from Pitch Perfect, oh my jumps gosh, in. forgot
1: she was in it. Yes, I mean she does her normal like very funny weird.
0: She's basically Fat Amy from yes, Pitch Perfect. She is in a in, Nazi yes. Germany uniform exactly, and there's jokes about how Jews are hang up like bats, and they just eat people. Basically, it's just all very, very silly. Rebel Wilson is hysterical. Um, so yeah, this is actually my number two movie of the year.
1: Oh, wow. Is that high on your list? <clears throat> yes. That's crazy.
0: Also, Scarlett Johansson is in this.
1: She's awesome. What well, That was another one of my most favorite parts of the movie, was her um, <coughs> wardrobe and costumes. They were just very... Uh, they looked... Like, you could wear them today. Like, I wanted all her outfits. Did you notice how cute
0: she looked? Um, Did I notice how cute Scarlett Johansson looked, Zara? Uh, The answer is yes. Of course I did. Okay. Um, But yes.
1: Like, her outfits.
0: Yes. Well, yeah, no, it was very fashionable. Um, The shoes, obviously, those were uh, an icon. If you've seen it, then you know. Yep. Um, So, it is pretty wild that she is in two... Movies that are nominated for an Oscar, both mm-hmm. Marriage Story and Jojo Rabbit Marriage Story. We will get to later. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard something that Scarlett Johansson is like the highest paid actress like in Hollywood, Ooh. which was very interesting to me because I'm like, what else is she in except for like, you know, like Marvel? that um,
1: seemed like she had been doing mostly Marvel stuff for a while. But, yeah, and then but, all of a sudden she's in these other these other things, these other projects.
0: Another movie that both of us saw. I have no idea if this made your top five list, but Just Mercy, starring the Michael B. Jordan, comes in as my number seven movie of the year.
1: Wow. It is not on my top five, but I did really enjoy this movie. It was it hits you right in the feels. Oh, like oh it does. It's a true story. Yes. So you have that going for it. And it just really I mean, it's serious. It's not like comedic or anything but it really opens your eyes to what is going on in the prison system in the United States and you were surprised that it happened so recently in the like late 80s this story. Well yeah um, so it's set
0: in this small town in Alabama and Michael B. Jordan plays uh, this lawyer who graduated from Harvard and he is a black guy and he moves to this small town in alabama because there had never once been someone in the alabama prison system that was put on death row that was proven innocent and taken off of death row and he had worked in this kind of system before and he's like yo some of these people are 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 like charged like without cause and so he works with this guy Jamie Fox. So th- this is a true story. And Jamie, Jamie Fox-, Fox is, the act- is the actor playing yes. this character. Um, he basically does nothing wrong. Well, he does. So he basically has an 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 affair with a married white lady. And then, because of that, in their small town, they're like, "How dare you like have sex with with like this white lady?" So he gets charged um, wrongly for a murder um, murdering of a young girl, some other white teenager. And yeah, it was just jarring be- because it happened in in the late eighties, and then this court case gets drawn out into the nineties, and mm-hmm. it's just very hard for me to think that there was a because I'm not old like I'm like 28 that racial injustice to that magnitude happened whenever I was born like it's easy to make oh that was the 60s like that was Mm -hmm. um, a long time ago even easy for us to just like forget about it in our
1: day-to-day life because of like the place that we live in or or the kind of lives that we lead but like these things that come up in the media like they are good reminders that this it still exists
0: yeah. today. Yeah. Well, yeah. And yeah, I just think inclusion and in diversity and equality is just something that is like a like pillar in like my life that I kind of fight for. And so movies like this just stand out to me a lot. And I am the it was biggest really Michael well B. Done. Jordan yeah. fan. Like Great well, yeah, cast, it, like yes.
1: good, like lead characters and just like a really well done story. I thought like even though it was based off of like this um book, like I, I feel like it's still told like a good story
0: yeah all right well my number six movie i know has to be on your list zara because it is a disney movie and that is toy story four
1: yeah that that actually was my next
0: one that i was going to talk Ooh, about all right then well then talk about it
1: so yes, I think we talked about Toy Story Four back, um, probably in one of our earlier episodes, right after we saw it. Um, kind of talking about the rankings of like the four movies, like how much we liked it, and we really liked this movie. Like it fell pretty high in the,
0: I, the overall Toy, I Toy Story lie. rankings with the addition of Fork. Yes, a question. Which you we, like it
1: more or less now?
0: More. more. Oh, good. Okay. Like In my mind, Toy Story Four, best Toy Story movie. Oh, That's gosh. probably like definitely not true. Um, I cannot wait you for them to add it. You can beat the normal to, Toy Story. To Disney Plus. But it has Forky. I know. Forky asks a question. So like Theo <laughs> loves loves those shorts. He has these like little people Toy Story. Characters, yeah. Yeah, and, and one of them is Forky. And he just will hold him and just like he holds him while watching these little shorts. And it's the cutest, funniest thing.
1: Forky's so weird. At first I didn't like him, but I have grown to like him.
0: Um, well, he but is yeah. honestly pretty like. Depressing and he's like he's like a suicidal character, which yes. is kinda weird. Like it's whenever weird. you like think about it. Um but yeah, no, he's great. But I
1: like how this movie breathed um new life into this franchise. Like I'm like, how can they reinvent I mean, I guess there's endless stories you could tell with toys. Like they can do whatever. But we did get some new characters with Forky and Bunny and Ducky. They had some really funny moments like plush rush and everything. Like so funny. I loved it. Um the Villains were good. They're kind of creepy. Um Bo Peep had her renaissance. Yes. I mean, I could compare it to Shia's renaissance. <laughs> like Bo Peep has really come yes. up in the in the world. You you probably forgot about her since um Toy Story 2.
0: I honestly forgot that she wasn't in Toy Story 3. Exactly. So thankfully, Disney Plus did a short Yes. called Lamp Life. Lamp Life. Um and game changer. Like really like
1: I, we are enjoying Disney Plus, yeah, just so they can do these like random yes. extra things. It like, is
0: a well, it shows that it's like a twelve-minute short, but it's really like seven, and then there's five minutes of of credits, which was ridiculous. But but we hope that they do more. It of them. was a game changer that really it was like this very like niche thing, kind of like how The Mandalorian is for Star Wars, mm-hmm. that it's creating like this more storyline, yeah, yeah, More yeah, stories yeah, to just like tell a story that really. Someone out there might have been asking, but mm-hmm. wasn't necessary. And a whole movie couldn't have like revolved around it.
1: Yes. But Bo Peep is really coming into her own being practically like an action figure or like superhero. Yeah. She's just like over here fighting crime and
0: doing crazy stuff. So I have rewatched all of the Toy Story movies recently because I just watched them with Theo. Bonnie and Toy Story 2 or sorry, 3. Is so adorable, like, Bonnie's so I cute. Like, almost start crying, just, just like just like watching her. And she's play back with in this toys. one, and yeah, I yeah, yeah. I
1: remember watching Toy Story four. And one of the big central ideas in this one is her getting ready to go to kindergarten, and she's like scared about it. Yeah, and oh my gosh, it will make you cry. Like you're like, oh Bonnie, like I hope you're okay. And she takes her toys to feel like comfortable at school. It's like the cutest thing.
0: I will say justice for Buzz, though, like Buzz is becoming this ancillary secondary character, kind of like in Frozen with Anna and Elsa. They seemingly start off both on the same page. Mm-hmm. And then Fro- Frozen 2 was like the Elsa show. Yeah. And maybe hopefully Frozen 3, Anna gets more of that. In this one, it was definitely like Woody's storyline. We can
1: hope so with the with we'll talk more about that in a minute. But the, the way uh, Frozen 2 ended. Have to talk
0: about that Ooh. oh oh yeah because that's on your your list huh oh it's on my list
1: okay okay so toy story 4 great movie hope hopefully you've seen it um did we yeah there was a lot of like toy story 4 merchandise that came out in the so parks much. yeah oh, geez, there yeah
0: there was um the like duke kaboom oh gosh that merch is, is everywhere the forky merch is off the walls there like, is a lot of forky huge merch. yeah anyway toy story 4 is great well, then my number four or my number five and number four movie, back-to-back superhero movies, because it can't be a Michael Agnew top ten list without some superhero movies. That's true. Th- this is crazy. Spider-Man did not make my list, though. Spider-Man Far From Home or Into the Spider-Verse? Far From Home. Into the Spider-Verse I saw in 2019, but it was really a 2018 movie. Okay. okay. And was lap- looped into last year's Oscars, okay. so I chose not to pick it. Okay, makes sense. But number five, The Joker. The Joaquin Phoenix movie. Um, I have given a review on this in a previous podcast. I did not see Um, this. I saw this movie twice. The first time I saw it, I thought it was the best movie of the year. Like, I thought it was going to be my top one. Saw it a second time. It made you feel uncomfortable. it was a little bit slower. Oh, incredibly uncomfortable. Incredibly.
1: You like that feeling of going to see a movie and feeling uncomfortable?
0: I like the feeling of watching a movie and not knowing what is going to happen and a movie taking me to a place I was not ready for. And yes, causing me to be uncomfortable. Mm. Um, Well, yeah, like, yeah, I like being pushed in movies. Mm. In regular life, heck no. I like being very safe, very Mm -hmm. comfortable. Um, But in movies, sure. Um, So this movie also, I believe, got nominated for an Oscar for Best Movie, Joaquin Phoenix has been nominated for best actor. I would still give He
1: won out. a I think it was a Golden Globe okay. um for it and he's like shout out to Heath Ledger and for, you know, getting this part and everything.
0: Well, what's interesting is whenever they made this movie, they said it was not going to be a sequel that the director of 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 this movie just wanted to Todd Phillips just wanted to make this, like, standoff movie. And then it got so popular that a sequel has been confirmed, and it's so exciting. Oh,
1: my gosh. Yeah.
0: Yeah, not definitely not a movie for me, slash not interested in it, sorry. So that was my number five movie. But the number four movie, the best superhero movie, maybe of all superhero movies, uh, maybe one that uh, is ahead of Joker, is Avengers Endgame. That's true. This was crazy. I'm just not, like...
1: Crazy superhero person, but obviously this was like a major phenomenon and thing that people were talking about for weeks and weeks, and like
0: just the fact that they were able to close off this huge series saga so perfectly is insane. It was good, and it is incredibly rewatchable. Crazy whereas that- whereas like Joker was like a good one-off movie for me, but I wouldn't say it's super rewatchable. This one is just very rewatchable, and I loved it. How did you feel
1: about Ant-Man having such a large role?
0: Um, Well, since he didn't, you know, since he didn't, like, disappear Mm -hmm. or vanish or whatever that phrase was, um, then, yes, that was necessary. He will continue in this, like, next kind of season of the... the, Avengers. I'm sure he w- will be one of the more veteran pivotal people. So there is like a phase two.
1: What do you mean? Yeah. So so next season more. There's more to come with well, like all
0: of them. Sure. Well, yeah. So uh, all right. So Avengers has taken. A, they
1: had to like retire they have some basically people. Basically taken
0: a break right now, and they are shifting to TV shows. Oh yeah. And so there are these which we've talked about a lot t- TV shows. Yes. Well, yeah. A trailer for these TV shows dropped during the Super Bowl. I have lots of hot takes. But I don't it, think I saw it. It was like one trailer that spliced together all three movies or all three TV shows. And it was like only like 30, 30 seconds long. Didn't tell a lot about any of those shows. But it's mm-hmm. insane that they spent $150 million on WandaVision, which is what they would have spent on a movie. So they are bringing movie quality to a TV show. Hmm. And yeah, you're like watching like Tom, Tom Hiddleston be Loki- and you're like, wait, I'm gonna get an eight or ten episode show of this, like it's just insane. So it's going to can be. Can very- they make up that money though with like Disney Plus
1: subscribers and subscriptions? I definitely skins? think so. Yeah, okay.
0: I think that their goal is the subscribers, and if they can get. Hmm you know, a hundred million subscribers that are paying six, seven bucks a month. And then a year from now they're like, Psych, we're gonna spend twelve it's gonna be twelve bucks a month. Let's hope that doesn't and happen. And then boom, they make five hundred million dollars just by bumping that up. And I would pay an extra five bucks a month.
1: Was Doctor Strange in this movie?
0: In um in game. Yes, because it was because of him that the portal was able to be opened that the for everyone to come back could walk through. I see. Now he is going to be a huge pivotal. So WandaVision, all right, this new TV show with Vision and, and Scarlet Witch is going to tie into the new Doctor Strange movie that comes out in like 2021 or 2022. All right. And so that movie is going to be like the big opening portal to the new phase or the new season. So basically for the next year or two, we have Black Widow and like that's really it as far as like the movies go because they're going to be establishing a lot of the story in these TV shows hmm. um which will be very interesting.
1: I don't know why Wanda vision just came to me. I have been hearing it as like Wanda like sees things vision, but obviously that character's name is Vision.
0: Yes. Now it
1: is Well now off. I feel dumb because that I didn't that didn't okay. come to me.
0: Yeah. Well, well, yeah. So, what's his name? Betty. Yeah, Paul Um, Bettany. um He um, was one of the only characters that actually died in this, like in this, like series. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure he is very excited to have his return and be part of this Marvel franchise. AKA make lots of money. Yes, correct. But but yeah, like this one was great. This movie was great because like. Ended Iron Man, seemingly. Mm-hmm. Ended Captain America, as mm-hmm. we know him, as seemingly. We, yeah. mm-hmm. um, And Black Widow, seemingly, even though she has a movie coming Lots out. Lots of endings, and a so few beginnings. That, yeah, yes, yes, exactly. It 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 was perfect. It is a movie I will be re-watching for forever, probably. Okay, great. Right. So what's your next movie? Now I get to talk about Frozen 2. Woo!
1: so yeah I we've probably talked about this on a couple of other podcasts so I won't spend a lot of time on it but um this to me was a great sequel like Disney's only like musical sequel that's been released in theaters which is crazy um the more I've listened to the soundtrack the more I've liked it like I've definitely listened to it on my in my car and just like that's at random very times. interesting. Yeah, I like to listen to it. And on the deluxe version of the soundtrack, oh my on, gosh, of uh, course you would. On Apple Music, there's like deleted songs that didn't make it to the movie. Ooh, um, okay. And some of them are actually pretty good. I've enjoyed them. Uh, but let's talk about the ending a little bit of where they kind of left off with the characters. So, yeah. do,
0: do you have any theories?
1: Well, well, not really. I mean, we could like make something up about what we think like Frozen no, Three would be I about. Just was wondering. Um, so Elsa's kind of like become the bridge or whatever, the queen of this like these forest people. Yes, she's like by herself, separate. Into the unknown. Exactly. She's gone into the unknown, and then she like passes off her crown as queen, basically to Anna, who is engaged to Kristoff. So now it seems like. They've kind of split the sisters up, um, which to me is weird. And they're just Boo. like passing messages back and forth with the horse. I don't get it.
0: No one gets it.
1: So, what could Frozen Three be about? Like, what oh, well, story is there to tell? You
0: know, what? No, the whole well, yeah, there is like this other place that she's going to to truly find. So it's just like like what her like magical powers really came. A new from. adventure about her. Governing these force people? Well, I think the idea that we still don't fully know where her powers came from is key.
1: It was a little ambiguous. Like, Um, are there
0: other people that have similar powers? Ooh. Like, that still hasn't been, like, fully answered yet.
1: Okay, this goes back to, like, the whole Star Wars thing. Like, is she a Jedi? Like, who else out there? Is she a superhero? Is she like WandaVision? Like,
0: I don't know. What if... Okay, so Elsa gets frozen at the end, again. Remember, like, she gets, like, frozen and then... Like, practically dies? Yeah. Okay. What if, during that freezing process, something bad happened to her? What if she, like, changed? What if it was, like, Stranger Things and... She does
1: become the villain? Yes. That's how the first movie was originally going to be with her as the villain. Um, Ooh. People can't have a beloved
0: queen and princess as a villain little children would hate that what if the movie is just anna and Kristoff's wedding the wedding happens and all of a sudden a villain comes to disrupt the wedding and then elsa tries to stop them i could see that happening that
1: could be good what if elsa
0: is like luke skywalker and closes herself off from her powers because she's too powerful like how luke did with the force and goes into hiding. So
1: now we're just referencing other Disney canon. <laughs> sure. Okay, sure. We okay, our our series are horrible. We don't know what's happening, but I did enjoy Frozen
0: 2. It was a great sequel. It was into the unknown. I am becoming more of a fan of. I need to re-watch this movie though. Because it did not even get close to my top
1: list. I know I only saw it once, and I definitely want to see it again. Can't wait till it is released
0: on Disney Plus. All right, so was that your third movie or fourth movie? My third movie. All right, my third movie was Marriage Story, which is a Netflix original movie starring the Scarlett Johansson. The fact
1: that this made it so high. Adam Driver.
0: So high on your list. I cried three times. Like, it was so emotional from an acting point of view. Like, I'm honestly, like, I don't know if I would give Joaquin Phoenix or Adam Driver the best actor Oscar. Oh, my god! And I loved Joaquin Phoenix's part. I
1: liked, um. Adam
0: Driver sings this, like, this Broadway musical scene mm -hmm. in this, like, piano bar. Yes. It was gut-wrenching.
1: It was. Yeah, I guess I'm just used to seeing Adam Driver as Kylo Ren, and I haven't seen him in a lot of other things. Yeah. Um, so yeah, seeing, seeing him in this like serious, like normal dad role was, was very interesting well, yeah. and good. And being a parent ourselves yes, now, like, yes. oh my gosh, there's like so many heart wrenching moments. Like it was definitely hard to watch at times. Yes, it, like it, it was like almost to the point where I couldn't watch it.
0: Well, yeah. So this movie involves basically this married couple, they have a kid and they are, are getting divorced and just how both sides tried to amic amicably get divorced and then little can things happen happen. and there are obstacles and then they end up becoming people that they're not proud of and they don't know how they like got to this this point point. yeah and then it's them like can we go back to how things were what does this look like it's heart it's gut-wrenching there's a scene in adam driver's new tiny apartment where they start yelling at each other and i just like wanted to curl up into a ball and cry or just run away because it was so uncomfortable, but it was so good. And and just like the Joker, I want my movies to okay. make me feel a sort of emotion that I wasn't expecting. Well, this definitely makes you feel all the emotions. Yeah. So this is a Netflix movie, so I'm sure most of the people here uh, can watch this. I do think that if you're married, it is more meaningful than if you're not, maybe. I don't know. Because like, yeah, probably so. Well, my number two movie was Jojo Rabbit. So what's your number oh, two movie? Oh, awesome.
1: Okay. So my number two is one that you did not see. Ooh. And it's Downton Abbey. Okay. So I saw this like with my my girlfriend, Barbara, and my mom. Um, So we just had like a girl's day out, which was fun. Um, If you're a fan of the series, I saw every season. I followed Downton Abbey Can throughout the years. Can you every
0: season for me?
1: Um, I'm just kidding. N- negative. I cannot do that. There's so many plot lines, so many storylines, and I was wondering how they were going to do a movie about it. But it is um, kind of just picks off, picks up where the last season left off. You have all the same characters come back for it. Um, they tell a new Which story. Is crazy that
0: all of the characters from the shows
1: came back for this movie. Totally. It's um, it's just like a new like final chapter you just get like a little two hour like extra bonus features, kind of how i saw it of all the characters um they do a really good recap at the beginning of the movie um kind of like in a murder mystery type of thing it sounds like yeah this is what this character did and this is what this character did
0: the camino breaking bad movie that you saw
1: yeah kind of it is like that um, so if you hadn't seen Downton Abbey or obviously it's been like years since, um, the series aired, uh, that was really helpful to kind of know where all the characters were.
0: Wait, it's been years since the series aired? Since
1: like the last season. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh. For sure. Um, but yeah. So that tells a story. I believe the queen of England is coming to have like lunch or tea, down Nabby, and so they have to get ready. Carson gets called out of retirement. Classic Carson. Classic Carson um, antics ensue. There's all sorts of like crazy stuff that happens. You know, your typical Down Abbey fair, but it was definitely a good, um, a good little just like eat popcorn and
0: be happy moment because it's nice
1: to revisit those characters that we know and we love. So
0: you're saying if I saw it. I would somewhat be caught up because of that recap.
1: Yeah. Okay. Cool. I think you I think you would like it.
0: Well, my number one movie is a movie that you did see. And that is called Parasite. Oh my this is your number one? My number one movie, a movie that is not even in English.
1: This won the that, highest like Golden Globe
0: Award, too. As so. a story. Mm. It was, well, one, I said I loved original stories. Yeah, it, this is very original. I love movies that make me feel uncomfortable. This makes you feel very uncomfortable. And I just love well-made movies that are, like, shot well. Um, the dialogue, it's, like, a very funny movie. Like, and you
1: are one who doesn't like subtitles normally. I like, will, you keep saying that, yes. but then...
0: Now, not because I don't like movies or shows that have subtitles. Not because I'm anti-English movies. Sure. But because I don't focus well at my house. And if I'm mm-hmm. on the couch, I'm on my phone while watching TVs, shows or movies, which I know is bad. And I have the attention span of Mickey Mouse, which is <laughs> I don't even know what that means. Um, <laughs> but so in a, but in a movie theater, whenever I'm paying money to watch a movie, I'm not going to be on my phone. So it was, was it easier to oh, like, yeah. follow yeah, along. It wasn't okay. like difficult at all.
1: I liked this just because um, I don't see many foreign films, especially ones like set in Asian countries. Yeah. Um, and so I liked just kind of seeing like a slice of life, like everyday life for like these characters, like what it, it is like for like the upper class, what it's like for like the lower class. Uh, it was really interesting. And this is like a movie that has so many layers and, it, and like class struggles was one of like the main Theme Like, probably the main theme of this whole movie.
0: Yes, 100%. And in America, we obviously have class gaps and, like, class I feel like there's
1: not a lot of movies about it, other than, like, something like Just Mercy, which does shine yeah. a light on it, but not but it's like on, like, a huge... Things, spin, yeah. Not, like, current, current day. Yeah, that's
0: true. Um, and so I think that that's why, like, it's... Told
1: weird. in a cinematic way, like, in a like a story.
0: Yeah. That... it It, it is very interesting that I would... Yeah, there's there are constantly foreign films that get made, but you never hear about them in the way that Parasite has been talked about. And I think that they were able to like create this movie that in like for in like the Korean culture connects and in the American culture connects. And mm-hmm. I think it's yeah, just told in a like this version of the story is applicable to Americans, but Americans never tell this version of of, of like our story. It's just like, mm-hmm. hey, let, let's just make big blockbuster movies, mm-hmm. not movies that deal with like real life situations. Yes, and it,
1: so it talked about these class struggles, but it was also funny. Like there was like comedic moments. I yes. think this is why it, it's it is so unique, and it's like winning awards, and then people are talking about It's it funny. It's scary. Like. We were like, where do you put this movie? What category is yeah. it in? Is, yeah, yeah. It a, is it a thriller? Is it like a blockbuster movie? Is it like a like commentary I would on social say class? It's like, like a like suspense it's,
0: thriller yeah. because it's very suspenseful. It I wouldn't is. say that that there's like a lot of really, like, jump scares. I would but there's say it's so like a many twists movie. and turns. Yeah. There's
1: so many things you don't expect. You're wondering what's going to happen with these characters and, like, where the story goes. It's
0: similar to Get Out, even though it I did is. like Get Out more. Uh-huh. And Get Out is more of, like, a horror movie, uh-huh. I would say. Um, but, like, Get Out is very funny. And it's telling a... Like the, its story is very u- unique and like original. It's
1: funny in a grotesque way. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. funny in a uh, this is uncomfortable. Yeah. Way. So I don't know. Yeah, it was just very interesting to get, um, like a different director, different filmmaker, somebody who like a story told not from an American point of view. It was pretty interesting.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, what is your
1: number one movie of 2019, Zara? It was hard to like even pick one because I. I liked all these movies, but I didn't feel like one was like "this is amazing, I love it." Okay. But I did really like this movie, and it's actually one you didn't see either, I'm which is crazy. Very sad I
0: have not seen this. Movie.
1: I feel like you need to. I know. Maybe we'll, we'll red box it, but um, Little Women is the movie that I
0: am going to talk about, and also has been nominated for an Oscar. I think it's the only movie nominated for an Oscar that I have not seen.
1: Which that is, yeah, you're missing out. So this movie is a remake of the um movie uh, there's been a couple versions but the one that most people know about I think is from 1994 Um, And it has, obviously, a lot of big-name actors in that one. And so a lot of people were wondering, how is this going to hold up? Like, that was a movie that I've grown up with during my childhoods. Like, our friends Barbara and Isaac, they watch that movie, like, every Christmas Eve, I think. Or, like, every Christmas season. That's, like, something that they watch. And so people were wondering how this, like, remake, this retelling was going to hold up. And it definitely held up. Um, from all that I've heard and all the reviews, people loved it. And I definitely did too. Um, it had, it had a really good cast. People were worried about Emma Watson who plays Meg, the eldest sister, but I thought she did. People need to just jump off Emma I know. I thought she did a good job. I don't know. Like, I'm not like a professional critic or anything, but I thought she was fine. Um, and then um, say Sharonin, um who – Oh, I
0: love her. Like,
1: everyone – yeah, she, everyone loves her. She's all about the indie movies. Like, she's in
0: Lady Bird. She's in Lady Bird, Bird.
1: Bird. Yeah, exactly. So she plays Joe, who is, like, what the story um, is told from her point of view and, like, really circulates around, um, you know, is, like, the main driving character of the cast. And she did an amazing job, um, very feisty, very uh, – I thought she did just just how she should have played the part. She did a great job. Um, Florence Pugh, um, was Amy March, the youngest sister. Um, and she never heard of her. I know I had, I hadn't heard of her either, but I think we're going to be seeing more of her, um, now that she's been in this, she's been in, um, she's, I think she's British. Yeah. She's an English actress and she's been in, um, some like Lady Macbeth, like different like, um, English and British things. But I think she will probably see more of her since she's been in this movie. Um, And then Eliza Scanlon was Beth, the second to youngest sister. And she um, was in a TV show, Sharp Objects, that I haven't gotten to see because it's on HBO. I've heard of that show. And not a whole lot of other stuff, but she. did great in her part as well, and then of course Laura Dern. I loved her as the mother. She was great. I really like Laura Dern. She's
0: great. You you are all in on. That. I'm
1: just all in on her. I like pretty much everything she does. I don't know why. I just do. And then Timothy Chalamet is like the we've talked about him before. The new like budding actor in a bunch of all the indie stuff, but starting to see to see crossover into the mainstream. Um, but a lot, he's beginning a lot of talk and a lot of chops. Um, him. In his role as Laurie, he wasn't my favorite Laurie, um, just going off of who um, was in the original the, or the earlier version, but I thought he did an okay job. But he is very like popular indie actor and in all the things right People now. People
0: love his wispy mustache.
1: I don't like his wispy mustache. No. He just looks kind of puny and not like he somebody is.
0: that I would fall in love with, but whatever. Bob Odenkirk is in this movie. He, AKA, I- Better Call Saul. Oh. Saul from Breaking Bad. That's random. Saul from his own show. Better, better, better Call Saul.
1: He didn't have as big it. of a um, role because he's like the dad who is away at war. Um, but he did a great job. Hmm. James Norton. Do you know who that is?
0: James. Okay. I am currently looking on his IMDb right now because mm-hmm. he looks like Nick Sarrison. He does kind of look like Nick Saracen. And that's who I thought that it was, but I'm realizing that it's not.
1: He's in, I guess he's in like a lot of, I think he's British too. Yeah, yeah he's, he's in British. a
0: show that's called Happy Valley that I've seen like two seasons oh, of. But
1: that's it. Interesting. Anyway, I like him as an actor. He, I thought he did a really good job too. So, anyway, um, Greta Gerwig was the director. She did um, Lady Bird and she is an actress who's been in things. But uh, so this was like a really, to me, artsy retelling, but um, it did a really good job. Um, going back and forth between, like, when they were younger, when they, like, were older, current day. Um, and a lot of people have been talking about the costumes in this movie as well um, and how it's, like, created a renaissance for that type of style um, that uh, they have with the frilly lace and the different layers and stuff and, like, how we, we can recreate that in today's times, which is very interesting to me because I love a good love a good talk about the costumes. Does this make you want to see this movie?
0: Honestly, yes. The fact that Greta Gerwig made it, those those actors and actresses are top notch. So, yeah, let's red box it. Okay. I'm down. All right. Well, that's our movies, our top movies of 2019. Zero, if you had to guess what would win the Oscar for best movie this year, what is your guess? I'm saying Parasite.
1: Just based on the Golden Globes, which I don't even normally watch. They were just randomly on TV, and I was like, hmm, this is interesting. Um, I guess Parasite too, which is crazy because it's not American, but yeah. I non-American movies can win these awards at the
0: Oscars, too, which is wild. But I, I saw thirty three movies this year. Mm-hmm. All right. In my bottom four, in my bottom four movies. It's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. If this movie gets nominated, where it is nominated, if this movie wins, I will die. It was so boring. It was awful. It was trash. Oh, gosh. Um, Something else
1: that makes me sad about our list is that Disney had three, four live action remakes. Four. And none of them made it into my top five or even your top ten. We had Dumbo. We had Mary Poppins Returns. We had Aladdin and The Lion King. And while i liked them dumbo was a little weird the other three actually were very good but they just didn't like wow me or win me over i don't know what it was about them but i'm not like wow i want to watch those again and again like i I've, i've seen lion king and um aladdin on disney plus since then and i've liked them but i haven't been like Wow, those do deserve to hear, be in my top five.
0: Do you want to hear my ranking of all of the of all of the Disney movies since I did rank them all? Okay, sure. All right, one is uh, Avengers: Endgame. Okay. Toy Story four. Mm-hmm. Um, the Star Wars count. I you're counting Marvel, so yeah, okay. I guess so. Spider Man: Far From Home. Then Mary Poppins returns. Okay. Then Captain Marvel. Frozen two. Mm-hmm. Then Aladdin. Mm-hmm. Then a surprise one, Maleficent, Mistress of oh, Evil. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So there's like five live action ones. So
0: I put Maleficent over The Lion King, which might be a hot take. And then my second to worst movie of the year, Dumbo. Oh, my God. It was so bad.
1: It wasn't great.
0: And I have rewatched it with Theo, and I stand by that take. It's still awful.
1: Well, I like Tim Burton. We probably talked about this already, but... I
0: love Dumbo as, like, a merch adorable He's so cute. He's so cute. Why He's at a circus. It's adorable, but... Also, it has been confirmed. This is awful. They're making a Bambi live-action movie.
1: Oh! Why? That's weird. Why? That's weird and seems unnecessary. And then I just tagged you in something today that I was like, oh, we need to talk about this. They're making... A live action of something else.
0: Is it Pinocchio? Because they're also doing that.
1: No. What did I just find you in? Lilo
0: and Stitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. L-
1: Lilo and Stitch.
0: See, you knew about
1: Bambi. I knew about this Lilo is and Stitch. Insane. I know. And Why? people were like, if they mess up Stitch, I'm just picturing like a Sonic the Hedgehog moment where. No, facts, yes. Like it looks like really creepy. Dude,
0: that's wild. Why do they keep doing this?
1: They keep doing it. When are they going to stop? Will they ever stop? Will they run out of canon? Will they make a live-action Frozen? Like, what oh is this is bad? What is this life? I don't know. Okay. Anyway, on that note, should we do marriage moment? Sure. Marriage moment.
0: I I I was. I about to, to see if you uh, did it. that tag. I thought about it, but I was like, no. The listeners are are not ready for that. <laughs> All right. What
1: has been going on in our life that you want to talk about?
0: Um. We went, we to, the went to the zoo. We went to the zoo. We we did. We we took Theo. It was a little bit rainy. It
1: was supposed to be like a sunny day before this like crazy cold winter storm came through, and it was it wasn't freezing cold, but it was definitely a little chilly and a little rainy. But we still made the best of it.
0: All together, it was pretty magical. Um, he saw some elephants, I think, for his first time. Mm-hmm. Besides, at we went to the Waco Zoo whenever he was six like six months old. Yeah. Um, but in, they were like pretty close. So he did his patented, raise up his arm maneuver. And act like an elephant. Yes. Cause that's, he does that's that. That's what he does. And it's literally the cutest thing ever. Um, we went to this lion exhibit and there was a lion right up against the glass and it was terrifying. That was
1: the wildest and the best part. It was a female lion and like right across from the lion exhibit, like kind of connected, but there's obviously like a wall in between them um are these like wild dogs aka hyenas
0: wild like african dogs yeah Yeah.
1: and like the lion could see them and that's what she was looking at and she was like standing up like looking around like trying to figure out how to get these dogs it was crazy
0: and so from our perspective it looked like she was like looking at at us ready to try to eat us on us yeah so there were numerous other people around us and like big dudes were like terrified to like walk up to that glass and like take their picture next to those lions. theo took a picture next but, to the lion but theo did and it was awesome it was fun i recommend going to the zoo if you have a baby it's it, fun it's also good during penguin days so the dallas zoo does it where up until march i guess from you probably know, from like december December november february like um they have penguin day so so because it's cold so it's half off so instead of like 16 bucks it was only seven bucks that's really good uh, so it was quite exciting. We did that really. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, we've just been spending more time together as a family. It's been lots of fun. Theo is super cute. Except um, when he doesn't
1: sleep at night, then he's yes, not cute. He hasn't
0: been sleeping great. But I would say in the past like two weeks, Theo and Zara's bond as like magnified times 10 and it's really cute and it just makes me want to cry because he loves her. Oh and gosh. it's really cute. Oh boy. All right. Well, you want to do some zero to hero? Zero to hero.
1: Hero hero, time hero hero, just like that.
0: So our joint hero—we've had a few of those recently. There's no denying this is going to be really random and very silly, but there's a, a mobile game, iPhone game called Heyday, and we are obsessed with it. Isaac and Barb, um, my, my friend Brian, and Anne practically
1: everyone and Michael works his with, his fiance
0: Erin, like six high school students. Um, we have
1: we're adding new people to our folds every day. It is basically day. called
0: it's basically Farmville, but for in 2020, it's, so now it's Heyday. So if anyone is really into iPhone games and they want to communicate with us through iPhone games and Heyday, or if you play Heyday, uh, hit us now. The neighborhood it's one word: s t drew d r e w e. So <laughs> so basically. St. Drewville, uh, our neighborhood. It's yeah. So me and Zara, it's it's great because I obviously always love iPhone games. You do. Um, you have
1: your periods of getting addicted, so and I've gone through some. Like I've talked on here before um, about that, like pizza game, which was pretty fun. We have our Disney Magic Kingdoms love, which, which we are still on is to. ongoing, especially because a Lady and the Tramp event just started on that game. Sumsum, that Sumsum game, the Sumsum game, we were definitely super in on for a long time. Um, so we've had our we've had our ups and downs, but heyday is our current obsession. We have spent many hours. Farming things, yes, it's pretty dumb, but we like it, especially now that like we have a full neighborhood of people. Like, oh, yeah, you can like trade and barter and help each other out with these quests, and it's pretty awesome.
0: Well, another hero of mine is there's this Aaron Hernandez documentary on Netflix. This is a hero for you. Well, it was such a great doc, it was wild. Mm. So, Aaron Hernandez is this tight end that played for the Patriots. Uh, like eight, ten years ago, I'm sure that you heard about him in like the national media. See, um, I hadn't. Well, because I he don't. He basically mm. was at the like the best tight end in, like all and like all of football and murdered some people and <laughs> murdered some people. And this documentary kind of like walked through his process of that, and it's wild and it's just very, very good.
1: We like those, like you know, lots of people like those, like true crime.
0: Yeah, like retelling of the story. Speaking, we're into about, it true crime docs what me and Zara last night Sorry, watching this oh my other one.
1: gosh I don't know if we can fully recommend this yet because we've only seen like part of the first episode but it is already a crazy story it's called don't
0: f with Cats." so f means f word but inappropriate it's like bleeped out um and it's basically it's very interesting um because at first I thought it was like a joke and then it ended up I being it was a joke too um but there was this is horrendous and awful and it doesn't it shows you very small clips of this, which we choose to fast forward through. Because even this idea is heinous and awful. Of a person who, who basically killed cats. and, mm-hmm. and We won't t- say how. And, yeah. and would post them on internet forums. And then some internet sleuth detectives start tracking down who this person is. It
1: literally turns into a internet manhunt, basically. Yes, for this person. And so that, I feel like, is... A pop culture thing. Like people like with the rise of all the true crime podcasts and like just a more cultural interest in like why people do these things and like the beginning of a serial killer. Like why are we interested in this stuff? I don't know. So
0: I have seen more of this episode than Zara because Theo wasn't going to sleep well. And so I just continued watching it a little bit. So we will rewind it. But basically uh, there is – so they try to like find this dude – and this dude, knew, numerous times, knows that people are trying to find him. He's trolling them, and right? And he'll just like troll them. And so he'll like Photoshop his face on other people. And so they're trying to like find this person. And, and then it's like, whoops, it's Photoshopped. Or he'll create a hundred fan accounts of, of like somebody and just all of this really extreme Honestly, stuff.
1: Honestly, it is like, and it's like something messed up in his. Like yes, he's messed up. Yes.
0: And just how there are people out, out there that, that are use, sick the internet and social media and technology in, in this way is yep. very, very creepy.
1: Oh, it's creepy.
0: Um. So, yeah. Do you have any personal heroes or or any zeros?
1: Something I, I've been watching in my minimal free time, but uh, it's a new Netflix show called Next in Fashion. And so this is basically Netflix's version of Project Runway, and it has tan... From Queer Eye, who's like the fashion expert as one of like the main hosts, and then Alexa Chung, who is a model who has her own clothing line as one of the other hosts, and they have these designers and they have to come like design different things every week and compete and and everyone you know just like basically pro- Project Runway, but. Netflix. And I love Project Runway. Um, I love fashion. That was my major in college. So it's always very interesting to me. And I just like to see what they create because people who can sew like that, um, the talent is wild. Unlike what they come up with. It's it's very cool. I have definitely been enjoying watching that.
0: You do love these shows. Sure. They're great. All right. Well, my zero for this week is Pilot Pete from The Bachelor. Peter is such a a schlub.
1: I kind of agree with you on this. And we normally, like, super love the Bachelor slash Bachelorette franchise. And we have still been watching it. And you normally do a podcast about it. But you guys think this season sucks so much, you're not even...
0: Well, we're just too busy. That's why.
1: Yeah, you're dad's.
0: Um, Now, like, going into it, though, I was kind of in on Pilot Pete. I thought he was, like, Ben Higgins 2.0.
1: He started off kind of... Being that way, but Ben was a little more reserved in his making out. Pete just is all over the place with all the girls. Seems very a little too trustworthy he can't of everybody. Make up his mind it's like yes. if anybody
0: complains to him, he's like, "Oh, it, you're if anyone out." Starts up no, no. It's like the opposite. If anyone starts up drama, mm-hmm. then he like feels bad, mm-hmm. and so then he like takes them back. Okay, yeah, he did. He did do that.
1: He took back Tammy. Tammy's awful. He took back Tammy. Tammy. He did. Yeah. Okay. I'm thinking of the girl who. Oh, yes, Alaya.
0: Yes, Alaya.
1: Alaya, who totally went home and then she came. She yes. came back of her own accord. That was
0: a mess. That was. He a mess. He sent her home. She comes back. So then he gives her a rose. All the girls get super mad. Yeah. But the girls get mad. So, so then he sends her back. He has
1: been a little wishy washy, more than a little. He's been very wishy. But the girls on this season
0: just not garbage. Good. Is
1: there even one gem in all of this? Like
0: okay. I can Garbage rock and with dirt? Madison, maybe. Maybe. And I can rock with your girl. Uh, Kelly. Kelly. I mm-hmm. think those are my two. They're a little bit more serious. Um, there's Victoria F.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: F is for fraud, for <laughs> failure. Um, so all of this dirt drama has been coming up.
1: There, you know that always happens. Social media will bite you yeah. in the
0: butt. We're basically in her hometown of Florida. She slept with numerous married husbands of her friends oh i didn't hear about that part so like 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 two or three where like she like i just heard about the slightly racist thing not just marriages of strangers but marriages of people that she's friends with and went to their weddings y'all that's
1: messed up that's so messed up i don't understand it why did they pick these people with and then
0: she took she did this modeling gig wearing white lives matter Gear. merchandise mer- mer- merchandise which was supposedly geared for like white marlins and like this like fish awareness seems questionable but if you're wearing pictures that say nope. white lives matter it's nope. gonna make you seem like you're like racist totally basically. racist um so that's bad um it's just a mess guys yeah well no it became such a mess so she won this like group date with this cosmo photo shoot so her and and her and Pilot Pete mm-hmm. were supposed to be on the cover of Cosmo. Like that's a big deal. That's like a Huge national deal. magazine that many people she would read. She becomes pretty famous. Like yeah. she would, I'm sure. Well, she is famous now for and, probably not and, what she wanted to and be so famous Cosmo for. Cosmo came out and said, "Hey, we, we can't we are feature. choosing to not even publish this article online because we found out this stuff about her and we just cannot get behind what she stands for."
1: It's pretty bad. That's awful. So, but each week we continue to tune in and oh, just
0: see the hot garbage drama This unfold. last Sunday was three hours. It was a lot. Yeah. Tonight is Wednesday. and It's on again. And there's another episode. I don't know why. I'm i not think not sure they, I, like, I want to watch it. We'll see.
1: They just had to like make the season of it like one week shorter or something. So maybe they're like mashing it up into one week, like I adding two extra hours. It's painful. It is painful, but we keep But we are hooked in. Watching yeah, it. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I don't know. Cause we need something to do.
0: Oh, uh, we can there are so many T V shows that I want to watch, Zara.
1: What? Like what's on your radar?
0: Um, there's like three Netflix shows that just came out.
1: No. Oh, besides yeah. the Cats one.
0: Okay, well The Cats is one of them. Exactly. But, but yes, two other
1: ones still. Already watching that one. I know. Anyway. How about you guys? Tell you guys chime in. What movies did you love from this past year for the Oscar season coming up? What uh, what are your heroes? What are your zeros? Are you watching anything crazy on Netflix? Are you watching The Bachelor? Please chime in. We would love to hear Let your us comments. Know. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, on our website, email us, hit us up. We want to hear your input. We're so interested in these crazy um,
0: phenomenons. Yeah, we are. All right. Peace. hi Like Tarzan and Jane, girl, you'll be in my heart. I will fight Jafar with all the Robin Hood starts. Beat the crypt Captain Hook, and any evil that embarks. If baby starts to leave his mark, I'll send them to a pit so dark you can't see light. Oh, come here, my Snow White, to have a princess for a wife. Yeah, that'd be alright. Chilling up in the castle all day and night. Girl, you're in the middle of my circle of life.